And now for the podcast, whose intro was not created by AI. Or was it? Not all podcasts wear capes. Bizarre accent you threw in there. That was that was a Frenchman. That doesn't meets, sound like uh, a robot. Frenchman meets not robot. All podcast. That's what that was. I bet I guess Monsieur, all my robots are French Monsieur after robot. what was that uh, what was that thing? A Euro trip? And it was error, error, right? It was uh, sure, whatever you say. To you, you da- danger see, will you Robinson. See Euro danger. Trip? I've seen danger Euro Trip will not Robinson. recently, but I've oh. I've never seen Euro Trip. Is that where Scotty doesn't know comes from? Yeah, Scotty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's all I. Know Here's my jingling that. ice. Here's my jingling ice. For that's everybody. it. Let, let the people know right up front. T, you're gonna be drinking. Yeah. And your your ice is jingling, so I'm gonna do my best to edit it out, so it's not annoying. But if it stays in, it stays in. T, do the intro. Take it away. All right, so uh, hi everybody. I'm T. That's Spade, and uh, uh, excuse me, Spade Fleck, and that's Lassie Guapa herself, Ariani. So, um, yeah. hey Spade, what are we what are we gonna talk about today? We're gonna talk about how you won't let this Spade Fleck nickname go. <laughs> it was terrible the other day, and it's terrible now. Right? No, but you told me not to do that. Don't do that. And right. so, of course, now if, he's just gonna double you down want on me it. to do something. You At just this tell point, Ariane, I think it. it's more like uh, quadrupled down on it. Yeah. But uh, but anyway, we're here to talk about Secret Invasion. So we're halfway through. Uh, you know, the, it's six episodes. It's six, six episodes. episodes. You know, we're, we're the, right. the Nick Fury show that's on Disney Plus, and Ariani just made a confession to me, T, right before you hopped on. Ariani, Uh-oh. why don't you do it right now to T? Hold on, hold on. Let's go. Let's do like an intro that says confession, and then there's like or something what, like the Usher song? I don't know, but like, like if you're watching like a. You're anyway. watching a, like, uh, like a reality TV and, show, right. and then it like does a swipe like a cr- across of confessions. Well, I don't really like that because he was into that. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. All right. Well, the confession I is I could not, if I didn't want to, I could not watch the most recent episode. I was not able to do so. But, oh, okay. But I did watch a a breakdown. So I, I get I know what happened generally. So we don't have to worry about spoilers no, with you. No, no. Okay, okay. And and again, people who haven't seen the first three episodes, go watch them, then come back to the podcast. If you're if you you're here, so we're probably we're going to operate on the assumption that you've watched it or that you at right. least don't care about spoilers. You just want to hear fun, cool people give uh, fun, cool opinions. And if you downloaded and didn't listen, thank you. Even though you'll never hear that either. But we appreciate it. <laughs> like so, and subscribe. Uh, all right, all right. right. All right. So, so, so let's get the AI thing out of the way right off the bat. Oh boy, yeah, because that was a big. It's uh, Ariana. That was a big right, discussion. No, yeah, let's let. Right, we we had that discussion, but uh, do you want to leave that off, Ariana? Yeah, I don't know how many people actually know, so I, I think it's a good discussion to have. Go ahead. Yeah, right. I, I it it became like a big like. Uh, a thing when people watch the first episode that the um, the intro the the opening credits and the title screen um, was generated by AI, um, and a lot of people feel some type of way about that. Um, they feel like it's it's diminishing 
real people um, who create actual artwork, um, you know, and maybe could potentially be Disney or who knows what other companies dipping their toes in just having AI generate art or generate who knows what else. Um, and I get why. I get the, the, the artistic choice behind doing the, the AI thing, but because it's such an uncomfortable thing, especially with the writer strike, that's like a big, um, that's one of their uh, things and the one of their demands where they don't want their jobs being taken over by AI. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, it, it, it's hard to say how 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 to feel about it. I mean, I, I know you guys have a different perspective than I do. Well, I mean, it's a dangerous, it's a slippery slope, right? Because, yeah, it's true. It could affect people's jobs. Absolutely, 100%. I, I agree with that. But I also come from the, the, the Photoshop realm where there's tools in within the, the art programs, you know, Photoshop, Illustrator, etc., that help speed up the process and enhance and make things easier that you're trying to do. So, to me, there still needs to be a person behind the AI to, you know, to push the button and creatively direct what they're doing. So, I mean, I see it as a useful tool, but it's, I mean, we all know how Terminator ended, right? So, I mean, if there's a... Skynet is coming. <laughs> I, it's not coming. It's here now at this point. Some of, yeah. some of the stuff that, that, that these tools are able to do, you know. It can so, be scary. So, I mean, scary. I can see both sides of it. It can be scary, you know, and like right now, like it's not sophisticated because it's still all very new. So there's still like this uncanny valley-ish of it or not even uncanny valley because it's not even imitating anything or replicating anything good enough. Like as far as AI goes, like you can still tell like when it's all fakey, like that email you got spayed, like you were like, I can right. tell this is like written by AI. Right, um, right. And that's the thing, like how crazy it is that somebody's just well, do, using AI. Do you AI. feel that way because he told us he likes a specific podcast and you just happen to not be on that one? Oh, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Like it wasn't even real. It was fake because yeah. I wasn't there. So but no, but it's, it's, it's bizarre to me that a person would just use AI to write an email instead of just writing an email speaking. Okay, from full their disclosure, heart. I, I wrote an email last week using ChatGPT. I went in and it was, I bought my father, it was Father's Day and I bought a, a thing for my father and I to go and learn how to do wood turning. You know, when they put pieces of wood on a thing and it spins really fast, it's like pottery with wood, but yeah. laterally, and you take knives and you do that. And then my dad, uh, my dad couldn't go, he hurt his back. So like, I was gonna go, okay, I wanna write an email to the people explaining what's going on, right? And because they had, it said, a very strict 15-day you know, policy. So what I did was I, uh, I said, okay, I went to ChatGPT. I want to write an email, and I want it to contain this. Bullet point, bullet point, bullet point, bullet point. Sent. So I didn't have to worry about it. I got like that. It was way too formal, but it hit all the points. I went in, I edited it, and I was out of there. Like, cause I sh like did, the problem with my writing. Did that take writing, more or less time than just writing it? <laughs> less time, because here's the problem with my writing. Every time I single, every single time I sit down to write, I think I have to write like 
uh, the most proper uh, email or right no I, but I'm like an artist and I want to like work the sentences and all this stuff make and sure it makes sense like, and yeah yeah this is and formal kind of thing and I want to like how do I discuss you know and it was just like boom 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 so here's a couple of things I want to say right off the bat I have not yet formulated an opinion but anyway that email came out good it did what it was supposed to do I took a bunch of stuff out just the facts ma'am and I sent it and I got back and we were able to change it so there was a successful use of AI for me now I have not yet formulated opinion on AI couple of notes though one I think AI is a misnomer um, uh, I think especially text AI it, it's not artificial intelligence it's predictive text so every single at the end of every single word it does this um, statistical predictive kind of thing taking from everything and saying what the next word would be there's no thought behind it so I don't think there's an, there's not an intelligence behind it um, so and and the idea of AI gets thrown around because it sounds cool and it sounds edgy but it's predictive text um, uh, but it is learning two, it does learn that's how it works right because if it's pulling from all these that sources, is, that's that's it learning so so right off the bat my pushback will be that is a philosophical conversation about what it does what does it mean to actually learn that i'm not willing to, i'm not saying you're wrong but i'm not willing to just say yes it's learning i i and i i think i don't think so but know? i mean it is doing um, something right because you're something. piecing together i mean predictive right. statistical like, predictive like, statistical well, predictive like this, text because you're a teacher you know, I mean, I don't know if you get writing assignments very much from from your students, but like, you know, think about the possibility of, you know, now. now I have already kids. I have I've already had kids give me ChatGPT stuff, and I could smell it in a second because I know they're writing, and you can tell ChatGPT because it sounds like everything that's written. It sounds like a really good junior, a really good junior high school writer. Right. And it has, and it, it sounds the same. And even if you put right in the style of, let's say, George R. R. Martin, it still comes back with this kind of thing. It doesn't make that leap. Yeah. So I can smell it. It's not. Well, it's I not. Think, I think but it's eventually, it's, at some it's point, still, it's going to get better. It's, it's just right? going to get better. Right. No, no, of course. Because it's all still new. Because this is this is. I think last year, this wasn't even a conversation for anybody, as right. far as I could tell. You know, at least in like, a, you know, last year we were talking about deep fakes. You know, now it's AI. No, but I knew that. I knew. I mean, I knew that uh, there were like a couple of years ago. There was, they had a computer program that just wrote the stock market news because it was really easy. There was just a few things that you needed to put in. Today it was a bear market, and the the uh, Dow Jones Industrial Average dropped three points. It's like it knew what to do. Yeah. So it was like a a, a less thing. Um, I think it's already ubiquitous. Spade brought up Photoshop, and in Photoshop, I'm already getting things for a beta test. Um, you know, I'm an adult, and I pay for the you know full pay for Photoshop, Adobe Suite, right? Now, right. no more pirating like in your twenties, right? No, I can't do um, it anymore. <laughs> can't do that anymore, right? Um, they go, and and it's like predictive tax, I mean, predictive Photoshop removal stuff, then that's the thing, it says remove it. And instead of the regular removal tool that looks all patterning, it's like, 
But is that is that an AI or is that programming? I mean, I guess AI is also programming. It says AI. It says AI. AI. They call it AI. Well, that the the thing is, like, I mean, it's hard when it when it comes to like creative things, you know, because because like you said, Spade, like there has to be a person behind it, right? But when it comes to you know jobs like actual jobs like wb just signed a contract with an ai company where they're going to use ai to green light projects oh yeah i had heard that but like here for, for example since we're talking about marvel stuff right and this is ai generated intro if you go back and look at let's just at random take like the hawkeye one right i thought that one was really really cool and that's all hand-drawn art it looks like even the end the end credits for she-hulk that every single one was different Right or right or yeah that that's a more recent example too but like that I imagine you're paying I don't know I'm just gonna throw a number out there don't take this as being accurate but let's say a hundred people right worked on all those credits yeah. now maybe you you only have probably fifteen people working on these credits so you cut down on the the manpower that you actually have to pay for so that it's a business expense you know what I mean it's insane to me though that a billion dollar company is trying to penny pinch on stuff like this. For, because for, what's better than a billion dollars, Ariani? Fifty billion dollars. You know what I mean. But it disgusts me. Like personally, it disgusts. Yeah, me. I always. That's the first way. Yeah, it's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. But, but, but I mean, Spade, Spade. You know, I mean, I hopefully the Spade doesn't think that. But I mean, like, um, but a lot of people, a lot of human beings think that, and a lot of human beings, and I don't mean, you know. To be what's no, the I word? No, I know, like be, like big big human beings. Guys, uh, you know, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? This, part? you know, these guys are they're they're not beholden to to us. They're beholden to their shareholders. You know, right? They're the, who the, don't do the work. Who don't do the work? They who just, just get sit their, there passive they, passive they passive their, income. Yeah, right, they get their right. dividends. They get the dividends at the end of each quarter. Right. You know, income. they're the ones who are making right. money. Right. You know, and if there's more money versus paying, you know, some freelancer. I don't mean to do like I'm just going to be a devil's advocate because I'd like to think of myself as an artist, artist and creator, right? In a, var- a variety of mediums, um, uh, you know, uh, oh, whoa, the, the horseshoe maker, right? Um, you Video know, killed when, the radio star. Right. So, so, Is this what we're, I, and what I don't believe in that too, time? but I mean, we have, um, I mean, this, this is not something new. This is something that's always happening to humanity, and that's sped up in the 20th century, right? And it continues now. So you brought up also predictive, ta- predictive. I mean, the AI choosing movies, right? Right. So now, is that worse than a bunch of studio heads who, you know what I mean? Uh, is it worse? Because those those rich studio heads who are who are I mean, who are awful human beings, like greenlit. Well, there's a, there's yeah, green, well, here's, you know I mean? here's so. my yeah. thought. Here's my thought. Here's always been my thought about like bad movies that get made. Bad movies get happen, right? But nobody intends on making a bad movie. You know, these people get right. on set. Somebody writes the project, gets it sold, makes money. You know, it, it gets a director, gets actors. Like, and obviously, like. E- when the process is like happening, eventually things change or they, you start realizing, oh, geez, this movie's going to suck, but you're already in the weeds, you know? But I don't think anybody intends on making a bad movie happen, but there's still a creative person that is just like, hey, who reads it? It goes, I would like to see this. 
So here's the thing, right? It's what do we mean to see? I don't mean to be all epistemological in every single thing. Like, what does it mean to learn? What does it mean when we say a bad movie, right? So right, when we say something's subjective. a bad movie, right, right, no, but, but, but you know, we, we, we're there, right? So what does a bad movie mean to studio heads? A movie that does not make money. What does a bad movie mean to us? A movie that is a, 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 a crap and unwatchable. The Last Jedi. I, I literally almost walked out like <laughs> you suck. Right. Uh, you know, Lando all of a sudden just hi. And I'm like, I wanna see Lando and they, but anyway, we're not gonna talk about that. So I think I think a bad movie is a different story. It I mean it becomes down to you know, it comes down all You're right, to because if it capitalism. was a good story it'd be a good movie. Right, right. So Well so, yeah, I mean there's I mean there's good movies that don't make money. You know, there's there's good movies right. that flopped. Of course, of course. By by these standards, the greatest restaurant on the face of the earth is McDonald's. By the movie studio standards, yeah. right? I use ChatGPT a lot, especially in Dungeons and Dragons, because I'm doing all this crazy stuff really quick. This is how I use it. But you're doing it to I help my, you in your I, activities. I use it you're as not, a tool because I use right, right. You're not replacing right. people's jobs and things of that nature. Right. But let's say I sit down and I write a movie script and I'm coming on the ideational sca- stage, right? And I'm like, all right, let me develop this character. And what I do is I just make a bunch of bullet points about the character, right? Boom, boom, boom. I do 15 bullet points, misspellings, typos. I copy and paste and I go, write this in paragraph format. Boom. And it keeps out something. And then I go in there and I do a hard edit. Yeah. Now I do that in gaming, like when I'm when I'm making content for my D and D game as the dungeon master. I'm doing that a lot, um, and and it, it's really helpful and it is a tool, right? Right. I think it is absolutely. And this is me being philosophical and trying to looking into my crystal ball the future. That I don't mean to be predictive or anything, but I you know it. There, there's a point where. It's going to be where human beings, modern, you know, whatever time it is, in the 50 years, 100 years, where we don't need human beings to do anything anymore. We just need human beings to consume. And, and if you're looking at it through the view of late-stage capitalism, and I think that is inevitable. You're saying we're all going to be like the Wally people? Just consumers? There's going to be a point where... Human beings don't need to work to survive because of our technology in whatever form that makes and that comes. We don't need them to pick the strawberries anymore because it's only, you know, a, a few decades, a, a few a few decades because right now you need those people to pick the strawberries because the strawberries will be crushed by the things yet. There's not the sensitivity. This is why we have immigrant uh, migrant labor, and this is the fight, because if we didn't have the people coming across the border to pick our strawberries, strawberry a, bu- a bundle of strawberries would cost $25, right? And, and it, it, it's, but there's going to be a point where human beings are, you know, you, you just, you don't need them to do the basic functioning of that kind of thing. And I think that the corporations understand that and they want to put in a, put in a lock-solid system. That means they don't have to 
pay people for their labor. They just profit. And then it's like, where do people get money? Right? So then, what? but at that point, I think that's the death of that because all of a sudden, money is just an old barnacle system coming to a thing that we don't need to do anymore. And and Gra- and Gravik and all these guys are getting by without money, right? I think now's maybe a good time to actually jump yeah, into we've the been, show. We've, we've, been, we've been going on about AI for 20 minutes. We haven't even touched on, on the show. All right, so I had a question for Spade that I wanted to get into. Well, I asked Spade, but I, I say, I'm saving it for the show. Do we like this show? I'm enjoying it. It's um, it's doing a good job of keeping me guessing of what's going on because at this point, it's one of those shows. Anything could be a scrawl. Anybody could be a scrawl, right? That's the whole point of this. Um, obviously, we know Rhodey's going to be a scrawl because he's the only character of note on the show. And if he's not a scrawl, it's going to be a missed opportunity at this point. But yeah, I'm enjoying it so far. I mean, it's it's not bad. It's not out of this world. But I'm I'm having fun with it. You guys. I think it's a good show. I, I I think that if every Marvel Disney Plus series was at this level of quality, I'd be really happy. You know what I mean? If th- this was the worst of it, I'd be I'd be really happy. I mean, I can't say I completely like it yet because I don't I don't know how it's going to end. So like you know, things fall apart in the last you know could, could easily fall apart in the last two episodes. Um, I hear people, like people who don't like it, what are they saying? They're saying um, it doesn't feel epic enough. It doesn't feel as epic as a secret invasion storyline in the comics. And like, no, because that's like, uh, you know, that's like uh, a story that ends 10 movies or something like that. You know what I mean? And they're doing it it in a one shot. Um, With none of the characters, right? Point out with none of the characters. I think this is really good i think that other than one scene um i think sam jackson's is doing a great job and this is like you know secret invasion it's really just like the nick fury show right um uh uh i think the acting is really really good i think um that that scene with Rhodey and Nick and an episode two talk, an episode two where he goes this planet does not have enough it is uh, is is so bigoted I don't forget the exact words he uses but it's too bigoted to to be able to let aliens in you know what I, I, it, and, um, and even worse these are aliens that are well uh, half of them are terrorists you know well it's like people right there's good people and there's one bad man's people. terrorist is yeah. another man's freedom fighter yeah, yeah, yeah. but right. uh, but i i think it's it's somehow worse because obviously you know with aliens what are aliens are aliens are always representative of of something they're representative of an other they're representative of an ethnic group of a culture and stuff like that so have, having having the this group of people be an other on top of being you know violent whether that's justifiable or not yeah, I mean it's it's like the Marvel the Marvel version of of like these, like a Paul Greengrass type of movie, you know. Except it's not shot like a Paul Greengrass movie. It's got the muted color palette, which I know you love, right? Well, I'm fine with it. I don't know. I don't know why you thought I would hate that. You know, the the one thing I I <laughs> I, I wish actually is that I wish it was shot more interestingly. It's just kind of boring. Like the shots are just kind of static. You know, they're just they're just 
they're there. Nothing looks very interesting. But I mean, it gives. I think it, it's okay. It gives the characters time to speak their lines. No, I know that. But know? like you know, yeah, they're gonna do that because it's a show. But I mean, like as far as the show, the show, you know, the, I I don't have a problem with the palette. I don't have a problem with the look. I just have a problem with how it's not. A, it's and it's not even a problem. It's just me being. It's just kind of like oh, I just kind of wish this like looked a bit more interesting like they have the opportunity to like create tension with the camera because there's a lot of like crazy stuff happening like you don't know who's who like that's the that's the big appeal about this show in any scene anybody can be a scroll they're doing a good job keeping me guessing and yeah you know on the now, edge wait, of my seat now with that. Right, now, now ariani i'm gonna agree with you somewhat because i get it right there could be like a lot more like delving into the film noir type aspect of it and that right kind of like give me what's that orson welles movie yeah right but but i guess i guess we're never going to be satisfied if we hold marvel films to that kind of standard you know what i mean well then i'll never it, be I, satisfied because it's just like I, it's just like because they right. they have they have the opportunity to do that. Like they can, they can think a bit outside of the box because they're doing something cool with a cool story, but they're not doing enough. I think. Um, I think it's a conscious decision saying we're not going to do that because, like, like we have Sam Jackson on a TV show. Let, right, let him right. carry. When the Matrix first came out, people were like, "Whoa, it's like this thing blows your mind." No, it doesn't blow your mind. It's like senior year high school philosophy. Right or freshman year college philosophy, right? So it's it's not a blowing it's not a blowing your mind kind of thing. Yeah, but you you but come from that. But having school. said that, <laughs> let me let me let me get this out. Having said that, a lot of times there's these really simple paint by numbers films, and then they interview people coming out of the theater. And I'm sorry, I'm being again. Um, it, it, People coming out going, oh my gosh, I didn't really get it. It was so confusing. What was going on? And I'm like, what is the mind of the person that didn't understand what that movie was about? You know? And and I think the decisions are made when, when you say pulp, right? And this kind of pulp media, what it is, it's this kind of, um, you know, New York Times isn't written above the seventh grade level. It's, yeah. it's, it's a kind of thing that it, it will... If if you gave them more, it would alienate the audience. See Cassie and Andor, right? Not that Cassie and Andor was some kind of like tour de force art thing, but it was really, really like powerful in its meanings and messages, and it started stepping to I think what you were talking about. That's a good that's a good comparison. So I, a lot of I think the Andor stuff was there's no lightsabers, right? People come to Star Wars for lightsabers and Jedi's and all that stuff. I think that was a my guess would be a big reason why people didn't gravitate towards that show. I wonder if the reason with this show is there's no heroes. You don't have Iron Man, you don't have Captain America, there's no Thor, none of these guys are running around. I mean no. even Rhodey who's been in it a few times, he hasn't even put the suit on yet. And we you know, I don't even know if he's going to. I don't there's I don't no, expect this him is, to. This is this is not the kind of show where they're going to have superheroes fighting I should say they're not fighting aliens, but they are fighting aliens. They're fighting the aliens in this and stuff. But like the 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 concept is so interesting, but people are not watching it because it's not Spider Man. I guess people I aren't know. watching it, or people are like it's kind of like a movie. 
if a movie doesn't make a billion dollars, it's a failure, right? Um, this is kind of like what I'm like the kind of sentiment that I'm feeling, like and or like like I mean, what are the numbers? Well, the really thing is, there? and, or, and or got a lot of good word of mouth, like a lot of good word of mouth. Where like every time an episode came out, more and pe- more people started watching it. Um, right. But with this show, like I don't hear anybody. No, but there's people saying that Andor was a failure, and some people are saying compared, no, it wasn't. So do we really the know other, the numbers? Compared to the previous Disney Plus shows, yeah. But then again, more people so watched was, the Book of Boba Fett. So was right? Mandalorian yeah. season three. Mandalorian season three got really low numbers as far as people watching it. You know. Is that I? I've never heard anything in numbers because I never hear them release anything. So yeah. I, I don't know. You know what's good or what's bad in terms of that. I just know what I see in TV and what I like, you know. No, I know, but like, the, like, you, like how how we're saying, like they're watching this stuff, you know. Like, didn't we just talk this week how supposedly Echo is being released all at once? Well, that's supposedly it is. They they confirm that that's what's happening. Yeah. So, you know, we could speculate if the response, if the, if the reason they're doing that is because the week by week model is not working anymore, or they want to see like dropping it all at once, like what it does. Or maybe the show just isn't good. Maybe it's all three of those things. We don't know. We're just speculating. We're not. We're not inside the room where these decisions are made. You know. Um, yeah. I mean, as far as this podcast, I mean, um, this show goes. There's like three other podcasts that I listen to. You know, and they all talk about the same stuff we do. And for the most part, most of them seem to be pretty down on this show. And I really don't know I don't why understand they're, it. they're just saying it's, it's just not good. as good you know but they're they're not really I, I have a, like i i think i think it's because people are bored by it i think because it's 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 not a fast-paced show at least but i don't think that's so. fine do do stuff that's different right they tried of different course. with she hope they tried different oh, yeah. with moon knight they're doing different with this i'm i'm for i mean werewolf by night right is another one that was completely well, off the by- wall well, here's the thing. Werewolf by Night did a lot of the stuff stylistically that I wish this show would do. Werewolf by Night, ha- I mean, obviously it had its own gimmick, you know? It was stylistically like those old, like, 60s, like, Halloween, like, murder mystery type shows where they put people Right, and they allowed house. him to do yeah, yeah, yeah. that and kind the, and of camera work and that kind of very specific yeah, with, right. and it did everything. Because with it was the a one-shot. With right. the framing, with the set design. It did all this crazy stuff, and it was probably one of the best you know um things that got put out and it had great word of mouth like it was universally like really really but like, what was the numbers on that man i don't know you but know? it came right. and went so fast because it was a one movie thing everybody watched it, was it the one day shot, it dropped and then that was it yeah but i think if this if this show was kind of like pushing the bar a little bit more like stylistically like making like looking cool like because like when you go to a spy movie like a lot like a lot of that stuff like looks cool like you know, the way they frame certain things. Like, if you're framing your hero, you want your hero to look cool. Like, Nick Fury, like, he's... And Sam Jackson... Who's cooler than Sam Jackson? Miles Davis. All right. <laughs> well, Sam Miles Jackson Davis is as dead. Miles Davis. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, there you go. You know, <laughs> Sam Jackson is the coolest MFer in the world. I don't think he's meant to look cool in this. No, he kind of looks kind of like... He wears, like... He wears like a sweater. He wears like a little hat. He doesn't even have his eye patch anymore. You know, like number one, he's older in real life now. Yeah. They keep bringing up the fact, oh, Nick Fury is old, right? They've said it all the time, and then they make him look old. So I think they're just yeah. doing that on purpose at this point. You know. 
Yeah, I know, but like th then then that's when you play with like misconceptions. Like people are just giving, you know, or are trying to write right. off Nick Fury for being old. But I think that's like... where they that I think that's exactly where they're going that he's going to be sharper than than they're making everyone think. Right, right. And here's a couple of things. Here's here's a couple of things about we're talking about Nick Fury. Certain scenes he's wearing those glasses and certain scenes he's not. I have a feeling two Nick Furies Sometimes he has a limp, sometimes he doesn't. Is it just is it just they're just forgetting? Is it lazy filmmaking? You know what or I think that it... people pointed out? I think it was in Captain Marvel or some somewhere back in Age of Ultron. I think he was like making a sandwich in the scene, and I think he brought up something that he only likes his sandwiches cut triangular. And then I think in Captain Marvel he has his sandwich cut straight in half. So just off that, people were saying, "Oh, he's a scroll." And he's been a squirrel ever right. since then. But also, he says, no one ever calls me Nick, but a bunch of people have called him Nick. You know what I mean? It's right. like... Yeah. Or they, they call him what? Fury? Everyone calls him Fury. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in the, in the scene with Rhodey, like, Rhodey called him Nick. But to me, that wasn't a tell. That was him being stern with him, like, this is what's happening kind of thing. You know what I mean? I still think Rhodey's a squirrel. But it could also be a tell. Oh, oh I was, I was going to say, I have a question about Rhodey. So if Rhodey's a scroll, do we think he's been a scroll the whole time? Like the whole, whole time? So there's a million breakdowns on, on the internet about this, right? Somebody's going to say it happened when they changed actors, right? No, that's even, <laughs> um, that's annoying. <laughs> that would just make things completely confusing. That would be, right? that would, that's um, nonsensical, like. You know. See, because because the, so then, is it, then then Mark Ruffalo might as well be a scroll if that if we're gonna go by that right. logic. Is it is it is it is it when is it when he was injured and he actually died and then they had a scroll take his place? Is it because here's the problem. Do you have that scene in Infinity War where Rhodey is over Cap and they lose that kind of emotional moment and that was a scroll and that wasn't really roadie right it lessens all that stuff yeah yeah so i mean people have been talking about roadie being a scroll on the internet now for, months. for two years yeah or for years, two years yeah. well two ever years. since he was announced in this show oh okay wasn't this meant to be a movie initially and then they switch gears no we're thinking about armor wars oh it's that's supposed what to be i'm a, that's a what series, i'm series and then it they change it to a thing right because it's good. to do armor wars, and then you just you don't you don't you just have people talk in a room instead of having people uh, have you know armor. Here's what I think is is going on with Brody. So, I mean, obviously at the end of the episode of episode three, he's on the phone, right, talking to um, Fury's wife. Clearly, him. She says, "I want to speak to Gravik." He's like, "No, you got me." So, I think that's enough confirmation for me that he's actually a scroll in Captain America, the new one. Um, Harrison Ford is playing the president, right? We have a president now. Can't have yeah. two presidents. So there's going to be some changing of the guard. I think Rhodey is going to end up taking out the president. I think that's what's oh, going to happen. Who's the president now? Dermot Mulroney? Yeah. Or yeah. Dylan McDermott? If you know that yeah, SNL one of those, sketch. One of those guys. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. One of those guys. <laughs> um, I love him. I think he's great. I've always loved him. Um, so I was happy to see him in the show. Oh, my God. Olivia Coleman. The best. Yeah, um, yeah, no, d d hands down. Spade gave the, me so like, much crap when I was so excited when she got cast. And he's like, nobody knows who she is. I'm like, are you? It's because you're uncultured. Who? Spade. 
No, I, I oh, always okay. tease Ariana not, because she not. has a way of yeah. name dropping actors. Like everybody knows who they are. Like everybody should be like Harrison Ford or like Sean Connery to Ariani. But I'm like, I never even heard of these people. I don't even know who they are. Because I have no idea why I should be excited stuff. about it. It's so she's so good. She is fantastic. She she's is good in the show. She's so good. She's she's great. Like she's one of those people that like when I see her in something, I'm like, yes. Everything else could fall apart, and she's going to be awesome. Ariani's right about this. Olivia Coleman is awesome. I was introduced to her in um, through Broadchurch. It was a, um, a mystery because my wife and I, with David Tennant, one of the doctors, right, the Doctor Who doctors, and it was the you know investigation about uh, you know. Uh, a killing, you know, and, you know, my wife and I watch a lot of, you know, murder mysteries and things like that. That's where we kind of, the two are our two things. So, like, I could sit and do a murder mystery podcast because how much my wife and I have delved into it in, in, during our relationship. She was great in that. Um, and she was um, also her, and she was nominated for being the queen and the favorite. Yeah. That, she was just like, she was she, like She won awesome. the Oscar and, for being the queen and the favorite. Oh, right, 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 yeah. right. And... And, and um, every time and she, and she, she is on scene in in um in the in the crown, like she played Queen Elizabeth II. Um, oh yeah, she's seasons. been in a thousand of those Tea in the Garden movies. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? She's just like. But she's also um, very funny. She's a very sorry. That's a that's a that's a that's a that's a that's a very specific genre. It was a very specific genre. That, that that's only me and my brother. Me and my brother would make fun of my mom, and we were like in the nineties, and we'd be like, "Oh, you tea in the garden movies," you know what I mean? And we were just, I, but you know, we were watching with them. We love them. We were just giving our mom a hard time. Yeah. Um, but um, uh, but yeah, no. But every time she's on scene here, she could like it was like, uh, uh, she is just like awesome. Now her character. Now, uh, Spade, I'll let you do this. Do you know that, like, the implication of her name as her character, Olivia? What is it, Olivia? Well, Olivia Coleman is the the actress. Fallsworth is the character's name. Sonia Fallsworth. Yeah, right. So, Fallsworth, right? That's Union Jack. Oh, really? That's Union Jack, right? So, and Union Jack has been in the comics, right? It get, kind of gets passed down. Union Jack, it was one of the invaders. In the comic books, the 1940s super team that Captain America and the original Vision, Toro, um, uh, the Human Torch, Alter um, Ego, Namor Lord was on. James Fallsworth, or Brian Fallsworth. So, but but also there was like Union Jacks passed down generationally. Right. So the Fallsworth name is Union Jack. Yeah. So this is the first thing we have. Oh, of, well, here's she's, this. She's union. J.J. Field portrayed James Montgomery Fallsworth in the MCU film Captain America: The First Avenger as a member of the House right. of Commandos. Oh, okay. right. So is that meant to be like her, her grandfather? Connectivity. I guess her grandfather. Grandfather, grandfather, or yeah. something like that. You know, they'll 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 work it out however they need yeah, to. What she, but, she's she's MI six, right? That's what they established. Um, yeah. 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 She, yeah. Right. All right. For our American listeners. MI5 is like the FBI and MI6 is like the CIA in, in England. Great Britain. Yeah. Right. And MI7 is coming out next week, right, Ariani? I'm so excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm seeing it on What's Tuesday. What's that? I, I said an Mission MI7 Impossible. is coming out next week, Mission Impossible. Yeah. Oh, right, right, yeah, right. Yeah. Now that's a, that's an espionage movie. Now those, those, yeah. 
this is where, and I'm going to, this is, I can't really guarantee this because it's not a guarantee because it could go two ways. Um, this show is going to live or die with the fans and its success. It's, you know, quote unquote, studio success. You know, money make, it is how they portray the Super Scrolls. Because the introduction of a Super Scroll should be like a big bang. The in introduction of the Super Scroll could have easily been a big bang up fight with the Fantastic Four on Fifth Avenue, smashing into buildings. And it could, be, could have been a complete like final fight in a $1 billion Fantastic Four movie. And now they're going to come out and they're going to have them do stretchy arms. They might light on fire. They might do this. Because a Super Scroll originally is a character from the Fantastic Four that was a scroll that was given all the powers of the Fantastic Four so they could fight the Fantastic Four. Now here, they kind of switched it around. And if you saw like in a computer screen in the second episode... They had Groot, right? For the stretchy. They give people the powers of Groot. So it kind of imitates Fanta uh, Reed Richards' stretchiness. They had the, uh, what's the, um, the, the Iron Man 3? The Extremis. Extremis the, virus, right? Extremis, whatever. For, so they could be like Bernie Heat, like the Human Torch. They had... Um, they had Colobsidian. So Colobsidian, which would be the thing. Colobsidian, which is kind of like Ben Grimm, yeah. kind of like, but you know. Um, and then they had... The then they had Trumps, right? A, a frost giant beast, a Jotunheim beast, uh, a beast from the land of the frost giants. So I don't know. Are they going to give it cold powers instead of the Sue Richard? Maybe or, Sue Richard. Well, she can make force right, fields, right. right? That's part of it. She right, right. Force, so maybe yeah, make her yeah, make right, force right, field. right. But yeah, I but, mean, so so the, the, their plan is to give different scrolls different powers, right? Not all the powers at one time. So I'm assuming Gravik is probably going to be the one that's going to end up with more than one power. I think that's what they're going to end up going for here. So Gravik will be Super Scroll. Right. What do we think so far about I guess the the two major character deaths we've had? I don't think anybody is actually dead. I don't Not believe. even Maria Hill? Nope. No. Oh, no. And I don't think she pretty dead I don't to me. think um Oh my gosh! Pause for a look up. What's Amelia what's Clark? The, the main scroll character? No, the main scroll character. Uh, ben no, Mendelsohn. Talos is played by Ben Mendelsohn. Sorry. Yeah. So, okay. End cut. I don't believe Talos's wife is dead. I don't trust any of the scrolls because any of them could be anybody at any point. Not even Ta right. not you even know? Talos or Talos. However, I I feel like people are pronouncing it different ways on the show. Han Han. It, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Namor, Namor. No no <laughs> so, so, Namor. Namor. Um, I think they should. I, I expect it. I, I would be a little bit disappointed is if there wasn't at least one of those twists that they put in there because it needs to be like a reveal. And here's my thing like, I don't mean to play like reverse, triple reverse psychology, but I think that we've been talking about. Rhodey being the scroll, and that's the big reveal for two years. 
but like maybe there's got to be something a, else. like a false flag right what, you yeah know what I mean? it could and be that, because it'd be too easy for him to be a scroll because everybody already knew everybody talked about it so much at this point that if, if he turns out to be a scroll it's just kind of like oh well big whoop you know we knew that so if if it turns out he's not that'd be that'd be interesting because everybody's expecting. To T's point, it's going to be a scrawl impersonating somebody who is a different scrawl. Like the, the Amelia Clark Gaia that died this week. What if that's a different scrawl? You know what I mean? But what if that's a different scrawl posing as her? Yeah. You know, like what if there's something like that? Like there's a good Amelia Clark and quote unquote and a bad Amelia is there, Clark. You know what I mean? Is there any possibility that Fury is still a scroll? Yeah, I think so. I think that, like what we were saying before, there's some evidence to, like, does he have a limp? Does he not have a limp? Yeah. Who's doing what right now? Is there two Nick Furies walking around? Is there, like, uh, there was one scene where there were two Nick Furies there at the, you know, in the famous square, and I can't name it, but in, 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 Red in Moscow. But no, it's another name. Hopefully, it, it gets a little deeper other than just, like, like paint by numbers, get out of there. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, but I mean, it very much could be just Rhodey's a scroll, kills the president, and then there's all this fallout. I, I'd like to see other. I, I'd like to see other appearances from Marvel characters here. You know, you know too. what I would like in terms of big reveals that they could pull off. Martin Freeman, right? The show opens up with um, what's his character's name um, from Black Panther? Uh, Ross. Right, Everett Ross. Yeah. He's so weird because two guy government guys named Ross. Right, you know know. What I mean? right, so. and not not related, right? Not related. But so anyway, so the the reveal is that he's a scroll, right? And now you see yeah. all the 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 pods that they have to keep the people in because they have their memories and stuff, right? So in the yeah. comics, the thing was the the scrolls had you know Captain America and Iron Man, whoever else they had in these pods, and then once they broke out, that's when they realized, oh, you know, we we got fighting to do basically with ross my question is at the end of wakanda forever when they break him out of the car is the okoye that breaks him out is she a scrawl i was wondering if they were scrolls coming to get him and break him out so they can capture him and set up their own scrawl because you're assuming at that point between wakanda forever and now he, he got, got he had to get swapped out Right. Yeah. Yeah. So the real Ross is is somewhere in there. So you, gotta, you're assuming he's got to be out. in one of these pods, right? So now, you you guys were just talking about it. They're in Russia. The Thunderbolts, most of them are going to be Russian, right? You're going to have the Red Guardian. You're going to have uh, Black Widow. What if they took them and the plot of the Thunderbolts is that half of the Thunderbolts are Skrulls, and the other half of the team doesn't know. Right, and the big reveal comes at the end of the series that they were put into place, and they're they're basically here. And then in in the Thunderbolts movie, you could pick that up. Does the red whatever his name is, Red Captain America, Red Guardian, Red Guardian. All right, can scrolls imitate superpowers? Because he's he has like his own. Super that's what that machine is. Well, no, no, that, that's not what she's asking. No, I mean, in the oh. in the comics, no, they can only imitate appearance. That's what I'm saying. Appearance, right. and they have their memories, right? So that way they can convince well, and leave. Well, see, act here's like here's the difference. They have to kidnap the people. That's why they showed you. Remember, he's like, take his face yeah. now, take his memories, and they put him in the yeah, pot. Yeah, yeah. 
right? right? But when we first see them in Captain Marvel and they're on the beach walking around, they're just imitating people that they see walking right, right. by because they have but a reference point, right? Can they take people's powers is my question. Because Rhodey is easy. Rhodey's power is a suit, you know? Right. But Red Guardian, he's he's basically a super soldier. That's what those machines are for. Are they? I, th- I think you guys are talking about two different things. So the big machine that Gravik showed the council people, that's the machine that's going to give them powers. Okay. The pods that the people are in are just pods to keep them alive. All right. Yeah. Okay. Right? And that was steal their memories. Machine. Right. All right. But no, in the comic books, historically, the, the Skrulls can't take their powers, only their appearance. That's why Super Skrull was such a big thing. Right. right, right. Because they figured out how to, they did a thing to figure out how to give. Give Skrulls powers, basically. Right. So Fury's married to a Skrull. Right, that was a pretty big reveal. Fury's married. That's a reveal. <laughs> no, he said my wife. Uh, when was what? What show? What movie? He said it. That? He says it in uh, Winter Soldier when he's talking to Cap, and he's like, "My wife kicked me out" and stuff like that. But at that point, it was so vague. You don't know if he was just using cover lines right. or not. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I actually have a question. I don't remember why Nick Fury went to space. I don't remember why he went up to the space station and what he was doing. They up never there. said, I don't think. To that's set up sword, basically, is what. To right, do. but they didn't say it. No, they didn't right. say it, but that's basically. And it's what saber. It's not sword, saber, right? Right. What is saber? So in the comics, it was shield, right? And that shield was protecting the planet. Shield. Shield was corrupted. But shield. The idea of shield is a shield is protection, yeah. and then they wanted to say, "Listen, we need to be more proactive, and we're going to start another organization called Sword, and that's going to be going out kicking ass." Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the sword and the shield, and then they built a space station um, that looks like a big sword, yeah. and and that and they went they went in there, and there was a, other directors, so it's kind of like shield isn't doing enough. We need to be sword. Right, and that was kind of like the idea. It, it's Did also I get that a, right? a nod to yeah. It's also a nod to the comics too, because there was a, a there's a space station that someone goes and basically is like a lookout person, and for for a while it was Bucky, and then they swapped out, and it was uh, Nick Fury was the one that was right. up there for a while. Right, and it's basically you're just monitoring if anything's coming to threaten the planet, kind of thing. The JLA Watchtower. Yeah, basically that's that's what they were doing. But I think that's just to bring the scrolls back around for Captain Marvel and all that stuff. Just like, hey, we didn't forget about this stuff, you know? Are scrolls going to be in Captain Marvel, you think? Are they going to factor in? I don't even know who the bad guy of that movie is going to be. It's another Cree. Um, they haven't said it, but it's probably gonna be her, her sister, if I had to guess. Her, her sister, L'Oreal. Like the shampoo like company, the makeup? now that I say it out loud. <laughs> yeah. Um, she she becomes like the, the accuser and everything. and like There's another you know, accuser? <laughs> yeah, and well, yeah, it's it's a title. It's a job title. Yeah. It's a title. Yeah. Okay. She's the sister that Captain Marvel never knew that she had, kind of thing. I wonder. If, I'm I'm wondering if that's the storyline that they're gonna end up going with. But I mean, it would be pretty like flat, I think, if it was the first movie all another over again. Big Bad is another accuser, like Guardians Galaxy first, but it's an accuser, but. You know, it's gender swapped, and then it would just kind of be. There needs to be more than that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm just paraphrasing here. You know, based on what I think. But and I there was a couple of lines in in. I really, really, really hope, and they still can. They stick to the story that the Skrull homeworld was destroyed by Galactus, because they kind of said they didn't say it explicitly, 
But they said, why did we? Because we liked fighting and this and that. That's why our homeworld was destroyed. That was going to be my question. What, what, what's the biggest reveal the show could pull off? I was going to ask you guys. And, and my theory was going to be that Galact- they name dropped Galactus as the one who destroyed their planet. Galactus destroyer worlds. Yeah. You know, and, and, and how long ago did it happen? So he's been doing it for eons. You know what I mean? Well, we have a, we have a time frame, right? Because um, they said Gravit ex- escaped the, the planet. Right, that was in their early '90s, right after, right after yeah. Captain Marvel. I guess it would have been, right, right, right. right? Because it's the whole thing is Fury abandoned us for thirty years. That's what they're right. they're going with here, right? Gravik escaped the planet. Yeah, yeah. Remember in that one episode, they, right? They, but also they don't they don't have how long does it take to travel in space, and then how long do scrolls live? So they could they have some wiggle room to make it, you know, the '90s, or they could have made it the 1890s. You know what I mean? They could. Obviously, you know, you don't want to have scrolls living three, four hundred years, but I mean, that's they could they could do a lot. Right. We don't need to do the math on that too much. It just they 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 make it pretty right. easy for us. Yeah, the, the show basically put in the same time period as Captain Marvel because even in gave it a year. Remember, it flashback was like nineteen ninety five or something like that. Yeah. And then they yeah. they showed this is graphic and he escaped and they gave you his whole story in like exposition and now you're twenty twenty whatever. But I mean, I I do like that the show is showing that, like, they're showing that characters die, but, like, there's still that question. It's just, like, are they dead? Like, are they for real dead? The only one I'm I'm still convinced by is is Maria Hill. Like, I think, I mean, for all we know, maybe... What what, what else is How I Met Your Mother doing? Come on. She's she's she, there. She's she, not. She's she gonna might be. be doing she's gonna something be. Else. You don't know. Jesus Christ. No, we we don't know, right? We do not know. Yeah. She's, unless yeah, she Marvel needs to trim their payroll off. and they got to start knocking these right, people off. Right, right, right. <laughs> but Maria Hill is a person that could just fade into the background and you'll never see her again, or fade into the background and they dig her up after ten years. Or, you know what I mean? It could, I mean, listen. There's ways around, right? This they haven't fully established. Uh, life model decoys yet but she could easily be a life model decoy right you know or a scroll dying in front of nick fury to make nick fury upset and that they have her but they didn't really die because she just had a squibby you know what i mean yeah but she didn't she didn't she didn't change right she didn't she didn't go back right because she didn't die right because she wasn't really shot she'd make pretend she was shot did no, Nick, but they brought know, back a body to the mother. I didn't remember see that, that whole... body. No, I didn't see that. It was just a closed casket, though. You never saw it open. Closed casket. I don't see that body. They didn't show her. They didn't show her. That would be messed up. I like it. I think people are too hard on this. I am enjoying it. Is it the greatest thing ever? No, but you know what? I'm happy to get up early on a Wednesday and see Marvel, and it's good, and it's not bad, and it doesn't... Like, um, I think I think when the special effects hit, I'm worried. The only thing I'm worried about is when the special effects hit with the scroll, super scrolls, and um, if if it's not like on and they don't do that well, it might be a kind of janky. You know what though, T the the de aging stuff that they've been doing on the show is just as good as the movies. The young Nick Fury, right? You know what I mean. This is Marvel's first show since She Hulk that they put on TV. They only have Loki and Echo coming out, and you know Echo's going to be low budget because it's just, you know, like Daredevil level. I, I would. But it has it Daredevil and and uh, Kingpin in it. Yeah, but but in terms of effects, it's it's just them fighting. You know what I mean? It's not, you're not getting right. crazy like, 
alien battles and stuff like that. And, and you know, and people changing and stuff like that. Right. I think this is good. I think it's enjoyable. You cannot compare this to Infinity War or Endgame. You can't do that. And, and it's not fair to do that. And uh, I think there's a lot of really great acting going on. And I like sometimes, you know what, I, like, what's the best scene in Age of Ultron? It's when they're trying to lift Thor's hammer. Right. They're yeah. in a room talking. Yep. Do you disagree with that, Ariane? No. I like, hey, come on. I love I love scenes where just characters are just, you know, hanging out and, right. and getting to know each other. But, you know, for an espionage show, I just kind of wish it had more espionage vibe to it. Just more, just more... Just more of that hook to like you know get people. Like people just... getting chased down like in like like and see like right. I get it. I get it. Well, they, I mean, yeah, it's like, yeah. it's been relatively slowly paced so far, right? So I would imagine if the scrolls are getting the, their powers now, which they kind of hinted at at the end of you know last episode, it's going to start picking up, and you're going to get more of your action. Here's some my critic some of my criticisms that I don't hear people saying a lot. I mean. There's the throwaway line saying, no, when people turn into their thing, they should stay in their form because it makes them better at imitating a person. That's to just to save on uh, uh, budget budget and putting people oh, yeah. in, in, uh, <laughs> in SF, uh, FX makeup, right? Um, so that was kind of like, ah, you're not fooling me. You're not fooling me <laughs> with that. You're not fooling me with that. And I'm, I'm I'm thinking about what you're saying, Ariani. You know what I mean? Like, you know, Ariani wants Tom Cruise running down the the, the streets. Of I don't Russia. need all that. <laughs> I don't need all that. That guy is crazy. Yeah. So we don't need we don't need to go. Yeah, where that where far. are these jumps? Where are these motorcycle jumps off a cliff? Base jumping? <laughs> no, we don't. Come on. No, we don't. We don't need all that. But I think I needed more. I just I just kind of wish like they 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 took more chances with like. You know the the, the show started with with that the. You know, the, the Ross chase was oh, yeah. really well done. I think when that they were was, running I through the was, building. Yeah, you know? I think that was actually, like, really, really well done. Like, supremely well done, you know? I think there was, you know, and, and I, I see what Ariane's saying about the spy thing. Because there was this one TV show out of England called Spooks. They changed it to MI5. Oh, because of the, uh... Because, right, because it's these spooks. It's right? just like, uh, hey... Oh, uh, that that's some, that means something here in in America. <laughs> right? Did we talk about this in a podcast I think before? We must have, yeah, I don't know. I, a, I had a conversation familiar. about it with somebody, and we was we talked about the Anthony Hopkins movie where he. Maybe I was talking to somebody else, but there was this good one with Anthony Hopkins and um, what's Tom Cruise's ex wife's name? Katie Nicole Kidman. Holmes. So oh. and <laughs> the Nicole other ex wife. <laughs> and 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 it was like jumping back and forth, and Anthony Hopkins was a african-american who could pass what as white oh he was he was a light-skinned right he was light -skinned. as when when he you know, as a child so then he just um and then and there was just how half the movie was there and he passed it like like i think it was jewish or something i don't know and then at the end of the film he gets into a relationship but he's there and he's teaching a class at a university and he says, "Oh, where are these kid? These two students—they're absent all the time. What are they, spooks?" And the two kids happened to be African American, and he got fired from his job for that. So that was the. And then they were the the point of the film was that he was like, "Why don't you tell them that?" You know, and that was like the inciting incident that, like, he goes, "Why didn't you say anything?" 
that you know that you're because well i've been playing white my entire life i'm not gonna you know so and you know the whole casting thing or whatever but that's what the you know, spooks right you can you know, can't i don't know that, what you right? were trying to make with that point i'm just saying that about the word because a lot of people don't, don't know don't, that word yeah right the, the name of the do, show do, do, a lot of people don't understand you know the the problem with the word spooks no i know but what does it have to do with secret invasion because we were talking about mi5 and that was a really good show with a lot of spy things right. going on. Okay. I went off on a tangent. Yeah, that's, I was like, that's what we do here, Ariane. How long no, have you been I doing know this that, podcast for? No, I know that, but I'm just like, I thought he was going to make like a, like bring it back to like a point. This is exactly why Omar liked the podcast that you aren't on. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at NotAllPods. Visit us on our website at NotAllPodcastWearCapes.com. And send us an email, NotAllPods at gmail.com. Also subscribe and listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. Not All Podcasts Wear Capes is a Thaumaturge Wonderworks production. This issue was edited by Andre 3.0 Marks. Look at Ariadne, this is a hurt. <laughs> And that's a good spot to end it, right? All I get is like, 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 <laughs> like flamed for nothing. I'm just sitting here, just whatever.